My name is Lola Puzzle, and this is Media Delta. Okay, so I think that this might hold a Media Delta record for what might possibly be one of the more obscure franchises that we've covered on the show, because when I started the show, uh, one of the things I did want to kind of focus on, uh, you know, there's, of course, we could do things like the Disney stuff, like Aladdin, Lion King, Toy Story that we've played games on. Um, some of the more like notable anime films like Ghost in the Shell and things like that. But also then there's kind of those weird releases that kind of come out that are technically based off of, um, you know, franchises that really didn't get a lot of like notice and that we're probably more familiar with the games than we are with the actual franchise that came from uh, Area 88 slash UN Squadrons, a really good example of that. So some of those weird kind of obscure things I kind of like to look into then you have the games that are in their own way obscure like the fact that they only came out for the famicom disc system and were then themselves not exactly well known that's based on a franchise that's not known and long story short we're taking a look at the ov the two-part ova for what's michael which that's the name of it what's michael is the name of what was originally a manga that then got turned into an OVA by it doesn't actually really say like it's kind of finding information about this is kind of a little bit difficult. Uh, there's no it doesn't seem like there is a set studio that made this. It's just attributed to Kitty Films, which actually, even though this is about a cat, Kitty Films is actually like has a really weird history about it. And they're actually the people that um did the anim or like the animated versions of like Yurase Yatsura and uh Bamba One Half worked a lot with uh Rimiko Takihashi. Um and they also made the OVA on this manga that was about a cat and the people that are around this cat. But also random shit too. Literally. Sometimes. Ugh. Um God yeah, uh, I keep on hearing that this is referred to as like Japanese Garfield and that I would disagree with heavily. Uh, sure, sure, certainly no U.S. acres. Yeah, it's very. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but I do have two other people with me that do probably know how or might have a better way of describing it. So please introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Axe, and I'm here for improperly placed testicles. Hi, I'm Torpetypus, and I'm here for animal abuse. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the opposite. Don't the actually opposite? ever harm your pets, motherfuckers. Yes. Don't. You must kiss and love them all the time. I don't nice. know about kiss, but yes. I'm giving my key kisses. She loves them. I would never kiss my animals. I know where they've been. <laughs> Coward. Um, I don't know where to even start with this because I don't know if the OVA know where to start with it because what the OVA was, or, well, was, because it's already come out, well, for the most part, was ad adaptations of stories from the manga, which the manga itself, it, there's no continuity with it, um, like, at all. Like, the only continuity is that there is a 
was an orange tabby. Is that what you call it? Yeah, he's an orange tabby. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, name Michael. That is it. Like that's the only continuity. Michael. He changed owners a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. There's like there's the lady cat named I think it's Popo. 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 Yeah, and then, the one that the the owners bought to get him laid, but they they beat the shit out of him because she was still too young at one point. Not yeah. the other Popo, the bad Popo. This is the good Popo. Yeah, then there's also like a bully cat question mark that I don't know what its name is. And then there's a bunch of human characters that are there. Interchangeable. Yeah. And that's just for the cat segments. Yeah. Then for some reason they decided to go and do a rendition of The Fugitive, which is the weirdest fucking subject for a cat OVA. Yeah. Like I don't does I don't even like know because normally we do like what are our impressions of it, but it's like do either one of you want to go first or are we just gonna have a round table about this one? I kind of feel like this one more deserves... Well, this is going to be one of them that I feel like better deserves a roundtable because I think we're all pretty pretty much on the same page. Yeah, because yeah. I, I had... I knew, it, I knew this OVA existed. I had never seen it before other than a few bits and pieces of it. I've never sat down and watched it. And... How do you uh, feel having watched it? I, I wish I hadn't. <laughs> kind really of. Was, I don't think it was that I don't bad. Think, okay. I don't think it was that bad. But it, it... It wasn't great. And it probably wasn't even good. But it was interesting. There's... It was interesting when it wasn't boring. Yes. There, it is interesting when it tries to do some real avant-garde shit. But mm. when it's just about the cat, which is what I'm imagining... It, when it's the stories about Michael as a cat is when this just kind of doesn't. It's like I it's are fucking boring as shit. Yeah. yeah, which is funny because I mean, for the most part, own, owning having a cat is not exactly exciting. So, like, if you're gonna do a story about having a cat in your house, you gotta like punch it up a little bit and. They try to, but they fail a lot. And the biggest thing is what Torpid brought up in the beginning is the constant abuse of Michael, which, you know, I guess at the at the start, you could probably just kind of brush off as that era's kind of comedy, you know, you know, physical comedy, but with a cat. It didn't feel like physical comedy when they hit him. Right, yeah. but that's the thing. Like, it seems like it's trying to put itself off as, like, Dick Van Dyke-ish. I mean but you can't do that with an animal because the animal can't consent to it. I was going to say, it felt more like a difference of values. Yeah. Um, maybe. Uh, one thing that I was thinking of, because this is Kitty Films, and actually speaking of Rumiko Takahashi, uh, even though she had nothing to do with this work, that's kind of emblematic of the kind of humor of that thing because her works have a lot of what you would kind of call abuse in those as humor. Mm. Although that's more, it's usually towards like, people of like one like I don't know I can say school kid but it's like the protagonist and like the does something kind of probably not great itself and then gets smacked by the female lead right like there's a that, lot of that in that case though like you could make an argument for it being slapstick because 
they're two people who can who even though they're cartoons they can still in the space of that world consent to that interaction maybe that's their little you know their personal thing like maybe pulling pigtails or something like that but not like with a stranger but with somebody you've known a long time you've adapted that little sort of play on play you can't do that with animals not just even cats animals in general because specifically an animal cannot consent to anything like that that humans do and that's the key thing here is consent yeah at least to me okay so i'm gonna be real with both of you y'all are really overthinking this i mean it isn't even that it's not about being slapstick it never wants to feel like slapstick it's when i say a difference of value i mean the idea that hitting a pet to teach them a lesson right yeah but uh, yes that part we also, also got we got to go longer than five minutes so. <laughs> this is also I, true. I, no i'm saying like there's a lot to talk about but in this specific <laughs> case it what i mean by difference of value i mean the idea that hitting your pet will teach it a lesson to not do something which is Watch. very wrong yeah completely yeah. incorrect but that was a pre- prevalent thought and still is for some people mm-hmm. or else wrong it could, it could be that too yeah <laughs> i mean it that's could. what it struck me as it never felt like even once that hitting of michael felt like it was played for like humor or anything it was just hey this cat's being a piece of shit fucking teach him a lesson yeah um uh, yeah, god i'm just trying to think about like because, like, I I mean, because hmm. the thing is that it kind of wants to be simultaneously a more grounded story about a cat, but also, also kind of variety show. Yeah, because it's trying to think it's like, oh, you can kind of do the thing like Garfield does as example or like or Heathcliff or literally any other thing that has an animal in it, like even Except Charlie Brown. Michael has zero personality. Yeah. Yes, yeah, true. I mean, Michael doesn't. Michael doesn't speak, and there's not an unspoken, you know, like with Doom Guy or Doom Slayer or whatever the fuck you want to call him. Like, there are characters in media that don't speak a word but have tons of personality through their their motions, their actions. Also, and Michael's just a cat. To be fair, cats also have personalities, though. They do, they do, but unfortunately, Michael doesn't present one. He's just yeah. he's a blank slate cat. He's just a cat. He's what people because there's 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 an argument against cats versus dogs, whereas dogs have personalities and they're excited and all this, and cats are just solitary beings. No, cats have plenty of personality. Um, it's just like expressing it. Yeah, in in this, it just this just feels sort of like the stereotypical idea of what a cat is. Yeah. Well, to be fair, like yeah, dogs just have been domesticated by humans and have the idea of socializing with humans and understanding them baked into their personalities. Cats don't. Cats basically have to learn to communicate. That's why they seem less expressive or more aloof. And also, dogs are, like you said, dogs are a lot more social, but cats? Cats are social, but they bond. And they usually bond with a specific person. And once they bond with that person, the way they regard other people is going to be very different from the way they regard, like, my cat, Alessa. Um, she, she didn't grow up in my household alone. She usually had some other person there with me. Um, but throughout all that time, she responded to me way different. Like, uh, the woman, the, the girl I was dating when I got her, uh, Alessa would pee in her clothes, not mine. So, like, 
there's there's this there's a different there's also like a, another layer to cats which is who they bond with and once they bond with that person that's the person they want to be around the most and it's the person they're going to be most expressive around michael has multiple multiple um families but at no point does it show that michael has bonded with any of them if anything michael the family just seems as more of like a just sort of a plot device to drive something around michael for example popo uh, Michael is in heat, so the family goes. Oh, all right. in heat. Hmm? I think they were Popo both in heat. heat. Well, no, because Michael was too. Because remember, he was run, running around the place, yowling and 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 all that. And also, so they got Popo, who is also in heat, to you know make well, they got Popo initially to to breed with uh, Michael, but she yeah. was too young at first, so they fucking hit him yeah. for hopping on her, and then they hit him for hopping on her later. Only to realize, oh, she's in heat, and then they were super excited for it. Yeah. Weirdly, very excited for it. They wanted yeah. those kittens, damn it. And, and that's gonna fuck. They need those kittens. It bears to say, because obviously these aren't PSAs, but this is kind of important to, to, to touch on, is what you said, Torpid, is true. Is hitting an animal does not teach them to not do a thing. Because the act of hitting an animal, by the time you've hit the animal, they've already forgotten the thing they did. So what they're going to do, most likely, is usually they, they associate that hit, that pain, with an area that they're in. And that can scare them away from, like, say they, they go outside the litter box, right? If you smack them, they're still by the litter box, they are going to avoid the litter box, because that's where they yeah, got hit. Yeah, you know, it teaches them to do it where they won't be seen, just not right. get caught more than anything. right. So it, it's just, it, it's, it bears mentioning why, because obviously you shouldn't hit certain people um but it, you shouldn't be violent towards people in general uh but you also shouldn't be violent towards animals because animals don't have the same level of sapience that humans do so they they don't get to make the exact same decisions as we do a lot of their stuff is based around um instinct and nature and things like just things that are built into them that aren't the same as the way we are to be fair hitting people won't teach them a lesson either true i, I yes. won't get into that there's Which some also new, true. I mean, not go on. That's a no. That's a thought that I want to say for some other time. You know what I'm about. To, what I would say, but let's Look, keep it not, on the cat. We're not talking about an Indiana Jones movie, or yes, yes we're not talking about Indiana Jones. Or, that is something for later. Um, yes. but like, but yeah, the, the thing is, just, and the thing that kind kind of comes back up is just that animals can't consent. They don't have the same decision making abilities that humans do they think on different uh, on a different way and a lot of it is reactive a lot of it is location a lot of it is instinctive and this this i mean obviously it's it's an old it's an old ova it's built upon it's built upon a lot of uh ignorant and stereotypical concepts about cats misconceptions misconceptions i don't think it's particularly malicious but it's also, it's just not enjoyable because of it. And that's just the cat bits. Yeah. And then, and then it's, it's weird because one of my, one of my favorites is Nichiju. And Nichiju has sort of like a school slice of life stuff mixed in with just bizarre, stupid, surrealistic, uh, absurd kind of events. But the big difference between the two of them is that the, the, in Nichiju, the school events, and the absurd events can exist side by side and not feel discordant. 
But with Michael, they're just vastly different. Like, you have the bit where they're like, oh, we got to get Michael laid. And then you have a bit of a dude just getting shot multiple times, multiple times, multiple times, and then fucking dying. Or another guy driving off a cliff and exploding. With, with, and that's literally it. The, the, the two lovers having a spat and a lady fucking haymakering a dude off his, his butt. Yeah. They have nothing to do with... Like, in some small way, the Nichichu extra bits do actually come back in some way to uh, dovetail with the overall main story. So there's a level of connection between them, so you can kind of enjoy them a little bit more than just saying, like, oh, hey, dice are falling out of a Zeppelin. How silly. And then it's like, oh, those are the dice in Mio's hair. Okay, cute. Stupid, but cute. This is just... It feels like they had space. They had they had the Michael stuff from from the manga, and then they're like, uh, "What do we do? Uh, fuck it. Remember the fugitive." And sometimes the thing is, they do include Michael too, but he's so actually unimportant and barely a presence in the plot. Yeah, and just kind of there to string them together, like the um the one where they become kaiju. Yeah, yeah. The, I, I will say though, the wrestling bits were kind of funny. Yes, yeah. no, the, the, okay, the wrestling, the wrestling one had probably the best joke in the entire series, and that was, so, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll okay. uh, so, that is the one scene from this thing that I've seen, because I keep on getting, seeing it thrown around Twitter, and that's so the good. only part of the Soviet that I argue is worth watching. I, that's the only part that I genuinely, like, had a big laugh at, and, uh, for those who haven't seen it, there's, one of the bits is that Michael and, I think, another cat, it's, it's the cat that keep like it, it's the cat that shows up as like the enemy to Michael. It's a calico, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's calico. And so that Michael and the calico are wrestling. The the calico is laying on the mat. Michael goes to the top rope and leaps off to do a uh, uh, an elbow drop. And before he reaches the the thing, he realizes, oh shit, I'm a cat, and then repositions himself and lands on his feet. It's fucking hilarious. It's great. I loved it. I wish the anime had gone with more of that. Like, take the quirks of a cat. Take the eccentricities of a cat and do something with that. And that would have been great. I would, I, I'm a big cat person. Everybody knows I love cats. I adore cats. Cats are the best thing ever. If I could just spend the rest of my life with cats, I'd be happy. But I love all of you, too. Sorry. But, uh, but I love cats more. And I actually said aloud during this, wow, I'm actually kind of bored. Yeah. You know how yeah. hard you have to work to make me bored about cats? Yeah. It takes effort. Then there's the music video that's in the middle of it. I love that, too. That was weird. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. Stupid, then, but it was good. And then, and then there was that weird twister segment where the two people are dancing and then the lady gets naked at the end of it for <laughs> yeah, some reason. Yeah, I don't know what was up with that. <laughs> just the, that was just that random caught, gratuitous nudity. That caught us everyone by off guard. <laughs> it's, it's fine, though. They censored the junk, not the nip, though. Yeah, no, that... Yeah, what about that one Michael music video that confused the shit out of everyone? Oh, that was the music video we were talking about. Yeah. No, 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 I don't mean the dancing one. I meant just where Michael got pressed into a CD and sent into space. Oh, yeah. It had, like, the actual live dude in it. I thought yeah. the music video was actually quite amusing. It uh, was. It was just fucking bizarre and out of nowhere. The The dancing thing, though, it was it was a dude and a woman, 
and like they're going through some really boring poses, and then out of nowhere, he'd go into a pose where it looks like he's punching her in the, the crotch. And then at the end of it, he just whips her fucking clothes off, and I'm just like, uh, what? I didn't sign up for this. But yeah, there was, there was a different music video where Michael gets pressed into a CD disc and shot into space, and then it's great, because it's just this entire fucking extended bit that went on way longer than you'd think it would. And it even had, like, a live-action dude singing, too, and it was great. Oh, right, yeah, the live-action part. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Yeah, it was just so bizarre and out of nowhere. And, like, once again, it felt like a lot of it had this weird variety show feel, but couldn't really fully commit and also was an OVA, so it felt out of place. Yeah. I think the CD was supposed to be a... uh... I think this came out after. I th- wasn't that a a nod to uh, Superman? No. Uh, so this was '85. So CDs would have been uh, like cutting edge tech. And if I remember correctly, Michael was used as um, advertisement. Like they used him for. Um, like he was in like JVC commercials, I think. I can't remember because I'd have to look it up. And if I type in what's Michael advertisement, I'm getting a lot of Michael Jordan. <laughs> so fuck them kids. <laughs> I mean, Michael, um, Michael, the character, I mean, the, the animation's actually pretty good. And Michael as a character, I mean, looks nice. It's a cat. It's very yeah, much a cat. It's very much a 1985 OVA, although technically the second one came out in 88. But yeah, might as well be 85. That's in that weird period that's like you don't actually know when this comes out because up until like 95 it kind of looks similar and maybe i'm wrong but it felt like the second ova was slightly better probably we so we might have skipped the 22 out of like 15 things of which is the same kind of story of michael and the kittens and popo but for some reason they're pissed off about michael Knock, but don't know if knocking up is the right word, but basically having kids with Popo. It's the same owners, but they're pissed, or the same, you know, people, but pissed off about it for some reason. And it's kind of not great. Yeah, there's a lot of bizarre animosity towards Michael. Like, this made me want to watch Garfield. <laughs> I mean, I, it made me want to watch something else. I but... mean,. Oh, no. What, what? We what? can hold off on Ibichu for a while. Oh, Ibichu, yeah. What, you, you don't want to watch Ibichu? Ibichu. That's... Mm. I want to watch Ibichu. There are some jokes in that I'm sure you're not going to like. Uh, oh, yeah, no, it hasn't that... aged amazingly. I, yeah, I, I, I don't doubt that. Like I said, like I've said with all a lot of these these old anime is I'm always bracing myself because again, you know, this is kind of the era where the really embarrassing stuff was. I mean, there's obviously some really embarrassing shit out now, but this is kind of where it was formed. And so I'm always kind of on guard for like, for any of that shit, whether it's, you know, sexual abuse or, you know, slurs or just regular phobic things in general. Um, and that's why I, I say whenever we do one of these that I'm usually pleasantly surprised, usually, uh, that it doesn't have the stuff. Slayers, for example, enjoyed the hell out of it, specifically because it wasn't skeezy. It wasn't 
embarrassing. It was something I could I could probably have on while my mom's around the house. I've watched it where it's like, yeah, I hope my parents don't walk through the door right now, Monsters Ball. Not an anime, but still. They are. No shame. Develop no shame. <laughs> All right. I, I, I think the best was, was I went to see Scary Movie 2 with my dad. Is I that mean, the one with the ghost of the ceiling on a jet? It's it's I mean, it's it's the one where uh, the ghost kind of eats out the one character, and she goes crazy for the ghost. Okay, I I, mean, I don't remember that. And the parrot man, shits it, all over the place. I do not remember that one. <laughs> Could be worse. I fucking watched the the uncensored version of Borat with my mom. Oh, that was a fun experience. I also <laughs> went to the movie theater to watch Watchmen with my dad, so it made the fucking slow motion sex scene real fucking awkward. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Alright. Do we have anything else to t- say about this? Or can um, we just... I found the ending theme songs amusing, mostly because they annoyed the shit out of Torpid. They're so <laughs> slow and so bland. Some people so just don't like ballad. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> I want music that gets me fucking pumped, alright? Yeah, I mean, I would say my overall thoughts are, I mean, you've gotten a thing about a cat. you got cat. You could do so much with cat. Just the fact that it's cat should be enough. And the somehow problem is, it's... cat feels like an accessory more than anything. Yes, exactly. The cat... The cat's not really the main character. The cat's there to get his, his ass kicked by everybody around him, because nobody seems to love him. Just giving me fucking flashbacks to fucking the wizard, so maybe we should stop this. All right. Um, Torpo, you have anything else? Uh, it's a real tragedy that a lot of the variety bits were infinitely more interesting than the rest of the OVA. Yeah. Some of them did try to tie in, but overall, I mean, I could cut out the Michael half and probably have a far more enjoyable experience. Yeah. All right. Well, in that case, oh, I should probably have my thing up that says whatever. Also, yeah, once again, the variety bits were intensely bizarre and ranged immensely in tone and quality. Yeah. You didn't say a whole lot, Lolo. What, what, what I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I thought it was weird, and then it's like, all right. Lolo was struggling to come up with an intro, so. <laughs> yeah, I just like, this is this thing that's like, I watched it. I felt like I could have done something better, but also I feel like I could have also watched worse things. That's, that's kind of it. It was... Eh. Yeah. It's it's a lot of wasted potential. Yeah. Cat! It does kind of make me want to look at the the manga in a way that doesn't make, cost me money, but regardless... You know what this actually made me... Way. You know what this made me want to watch or read? I don't know if they did an anime version, but at least read Junji Ito's Cat Diary. It's so good. It's so good. First of all, it's Junji Ito. Second of all, Cat. And three, it's, uh, from what I hear, a charming story with Junji Ito style, which just makes it fucking amazing. It's a very charming, heartfelt story about his ma- a man in his his significant other's cat. I mean... Told through Junji Ito's horror style. Yeah. It's, it's kind Junji. of the thing where Junji Ito has fascinating characters in his manga like you know the weird lady with the eye showing out and Mm. like uh other like the weird guy with the hole willem the (laughs) foe 
You were just waiting to drop that one, weren't you? <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. It's horrifying. Junji Ito is a national treasure. What's Michael? No. Yeah. It... Man, still a weird thing about the time that people from Crunchyroll and tell them how to whip the nene. I don't want to know about this, really. All right. He's a lovely guy. He is absolutely lovely. He's, he's a sweetheart, and it's great because he's fucking, his mind is just fucking terrifying. But he's just this regular ass dude. Yeah. So what's Michael? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna rank this using our normal one to twenty-one scale with the three extras. One being absolute mastercraft, very hard to get better than that. The twenty-one, which is absolute garbage, like not even that fun to watch. Ironically. So, Axe, what number are you gonna give? I'm gonna say sixteen. Sixteen. All right. Turbo. Mm, thinking. Uh, da, 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 da. What, what do you think, Lola? What, what's your opinion? I, uh, I, uh, I was thinking eighteen because I think when we had the um, the discussion about reshifting some of these, uh-huh. um, I think we had eighteen as the painfully boring tier. To be because fair, that's where I we would have... definitely put it on the level of. Uh, I think it's equivalent to Super Mario Brothers: The Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peach. That's a nice thing. Damn, that also I would not be against because, actually, yeah, because I feel like I would give, I would feel like I'd give the Mario Brothers movie a more of a shot than the, than what's Michael. Damn, we literally skipped most of an episode, Axe. But still, there. It's there. They. The, the good is parts the don't that, make up for the bland parts. It is the thing. That, so here's the way that I'm thinking about it. About it being 19. It is. If it was just the thing about the shitty people treating Michael like garbage, it would be a 21. But it's the weird side bits that raise it a couple points. It, I mean, to be fair, also. Uh, great mission to rescue Princess Peach also was boring with bits of interesting in between. Okay, yeah, like now we're arguing bits. that it's now we're arguing that what's Michael is worse than Adventures of the Penguin, and I don't, I don't, I don't particularly agree. I would I, rather watch Michael than than Penguin. Oh no, it's pretty fucking sick watching all those penguins get murdered. Yeah, but how is that? Sounds way worse than I meant to. Tell. Yes, no, seriously. Yeah, <laughs> how is that animal abuse? better than the animal abuse in Michael? Hmm. The answer is it was fucking metal. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> True, but harsh. God, let's see. Hmm. So I'm trying to think. Because it's right, right above Doom, and I don't know. I don't think it's... I don't feel it's right above Doom. I'm trying to remember. It's been a while since we watched Great Mission to Rescue Princess Peace, and that movie was kind of forgettable to begin with. I also wasn't there for it, so I can't really make this was a call episode nine. Yeah. Hmm. Well, let's look. So I'm thinking if you're saying above Lola the Penguin, so at, at seven, at seventeen we have Sonic Christmas Blast, Sonic Sadam, and The Legend of Zelda. I actually would find those three a tier above this. I, I'm going to be real with you. Uh, Lola was more memorable. That also is the case. Like, 
But it was only memorable because of how startling it was. It wasn't that it was good memorable. It was memorable because the humans freaked us all out, and then Penguin Murder just came out of nowhere to sort of punctuate penguin the Penguin War. And then we ended with uh, trying to bookmark it with some educational shit. Yeah, well, that's what they were trying to do from the beginning, and then they just kind of forgot about it, and then they went back to it. Um, hmm. Well... I've made my I've made my statement, so I leave it up to you to to basically sort it out. You know where I stand. Yeah, this is the thing where all three of us have slightly different placements. Mm -hmm. And with that case, I'm going to put on the mediator hat and I'm going to be the basic bitch about it. And I'm going to say 18 because that's right in the middle. Kind of the answer lies somewhere in the middle. <laughs> it is also. It lies in the middle when I don't want this to last 15 minutes. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know why, but like the moment you said you're going to put on your, mo your mediator hat, I kind of wish that in post you'd put like a little like shuffling noise that sounds like you're putting a hat on. I don't know why I need these touches, but they just make me happy, okay? It doesn't fit underneath my... I could go get a hat, but that's... <laughs> that's downstairs. Anyway, I'm going to put this at 18. That's because it's like it's we were thinking of putting this at like 666 or like four. No, we we're thinking of putting it at 420. But as it kind of went on, it's like mm, this is just not that great. Problem is the Michael bits don't justify the weird ranking. Yeah. Uh, so in that case, um, I do. So also, um, this is the first of a genre that I got that I actually put in, uh, which is under as SOLF. Because I figure that this kind of feels like a slice of life. Yeah. Uh, tone, I don't know what to call this one, so I just put it high concept. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's normal. It, is it, But though? also not at the same time. Um, yeah, true. Whimsical? What is whatever it wants to be. Whimsical could work. Yeah. Also, that, that picture is straight up just the lighthouse. It is. That pic so I posted the picture of Willem Dafoe in because Junji Ito did a version, a manga adaptation of the Lighthouse. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It's so it's such not a just good me. fucking movie. It's an interesting film. I, anyway. I really like the Lighthouse 2019. Maybe one day we'll discuss it. God, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can deal that again. <laughs> All right. Um, so content wise, there is a tone, there is a letter that I have very much when I tab over to it. Like oh, is it a yes, it is a abusive non combatants. Interesting way of putting it. Okay, it's I mean, he is a non combatant, it's true. I know <laughs> it, it, it's the phrasing that I had because I was thinking of something very specific because it's not like. I don't know if you like punch someone who you're in the thing as abuse of a actual combatant, but regardless. If the um, cat fought back, then yes, it would have been abuse of a combatant. Sidetracking just slightly, why doesn't wizards have H? Uh, that's... That had horny content. That's a, that's a good question, actually. What is I, W? Point is, it was just like... What's there? Wizards, not the wizard. No, no, no. I'm, thinking wizards. I'm thinking remember, wizards. Remember all the titty uh, and wizards. The, the, the angel with the very prominent oh. nipples? Oh, yeah, that. The feet? 
Wasn't there yeah, also? The feet I'll give you. There's a booby, uh, booby pipe, wasn't there? Oh yeah, there was the pipe that was just the shape oh, of a yeah. naked woman. Yeah, I, didn't we even say you were supposed? To, you should have put that in. Probably. Whatever, it doesn't matter now. Just throw it in, and we'll fucking get to ranking this. Yeah. Yeah. So they're abusing. It was bothering fans. me. I had to bring it up. Yeah. Uh, is there anything we want to call out in terms of music, charm, cinematography, storytelling, action, and art? Mileage may vary for storytelling. Yeah. Just because of the wild inconsistency. Yeah. Sure. And for the music, because some of us really liked it and others were brutally tortured by it. I mean, a lot of the music was good. The ending themes, though, weren't that good. The, 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 the music video song was catchy. Oh, it was wonderful. Terrible way. <laughs> Visually, the art was not, it's yeah, nothing it was fine, home, but it was though. nothing exceptional. No, it was kind of like your standard anime art from that era, really. Uh, Nay, honestly, is going to be a long. It's going to be. It was way too long for what it was doing. Yeah, Uh, which is funny. Well, I guess it was long in the sense that we were watching both OVAs back to back because there was a three year difference between the two. But still, I would also argue it is way too long. (sighs) Other than that, I can't really think of much. Uh, I'm pretty good. Uh, What about oatmeal? Ah, yeah, it yeah. sounds good. There. Um, yeah, because pace wasn't really the issue. It was the fact that it was just generally boring. All right, any anything else? Not for me. I need All right, so now. All right, so that is going to do it for what's Michael. It is. It existed. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever seen. It is not. It wasn't the best though. It yeah. really wasn't the best though. A lot of room for improvement. Yes. There's a 45-episode TV show based on What's Michael. But considering the difficulty I had finding the OVA, I don't think I'm going to find a TV series anytime soon. Um, Maybe one day. Yeah, maybe one day. And then I can find the thing that that I was looking up that that Alex Kidd in the high-tech world was based off of. Oh, no. Okay, That show from the 50s. Oh, no. Regardless. Um... Yeah, so before we close this out, Axe, is there anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, the Autistic Self-Advocacy Network, and of course, your local ASPCA. Please adopt. Don't shop. And Tarpop? Uh, Twitch.tv slash at Torpotypist on Twitter. And, I mean, I, 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 I have nothing because I don't care enough about this goddamn show. Don't want to plug the holes in the guy that got shot repeatedly? Nah, he fucking deserved it. He got plugged, is the thing. And then he walked away. <laughs> While still getting plugged. Yeah. In the face, too. What about plugging all the people that hit Michael? Eh. Yeah. Fuck him all right. Well, I told you, this requires caring about the show, which I don't. That's Michael. Kitty cat. Michael is barely there. Oh, he's a kitty cat. All right. Well, <laughs> next time we are going to probably have more of a vibrant discussion because we're actually dealing with something that's, from what I can tell, a little bit on the more action-oriented side. Um, we are taking a look at the cultural phen- phenomenon that was Crouching Tiger and Hidden Dragon. Ooh, yeah! Uh, which is, I'm pretty sure, the first Wuxia film that we have seen. It is, uh, and it's also a tragedy. And it's also the the Wuxia film that uh, popularized it so much that it became an international thing. Yep. I'm 
just saying, when are we watching Bastard Swordsman in Return of Bastard Swordsman? We should watch Return of Bastard All my homies love Duke Moody. I don't know why, but now I'm thinking about Deathstalker. I want to watch Deathstalker. Actually, no, if we're watching Wuxia, when are we doing fucking Thunderbolt Fantasy? God. Yeah, well, we gotta do the thing that preceded that, uh, in terms of inspiration, we gotta watch Thunderbirds. No! Fuck no! <laughs> yes! Yes! Fuck! No! Give me the it, okay, no. It, it did not inspire it. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'll fucking Look, slap Super the shit Mar out of Super you. Super Marionation was a concept that was Super worldwide. Super Marinara. <laughs> Alright. That'll do it for this episode, so thank you all for listening. If you would like to see the list in which we have ranked every single thing we've done for Media Delta, you can go to r3.ldp.life in your browser. If you would like to watch the sister show that determines what could show up on Media Delta, that's Retro Rank Rhapsody, you can watch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash lolodepuzzlo or on YouTube at youtube.ldp.life. If you would like to discuss this episode with others, please join our Discord server by going to discord.ldp.life in your browser, which should give you a link. Thank you again for listening.